Hey everyone, here is a little bonus episode from the vaults of Patreon. Just a heads up, this is actual ASMR, not ASMR adjacent like my normal show. This is full whispering and tapping and accidental mouth sounds and all of that. So if you hate that type of thing, please turn it off now. This is also all casual and not scripted, so it's more off the cuff. I just wanted to let you all know before you jump in and want to scratch your ears out if you hate actual ASMR. It's not for everyone. I get it. But for those who do, I hope you enjoy this weird bonus episode. Okay, see you on the other side. Hey everyone. It's been a while since I've done any whispery ASMR. But recently, um, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I can't remember who... Recently, one of you commented on another old ASMR, um, uh, not video, um, audio file, and asked if I would do more. I know it's not a lot of your guys' cup of tea, but some of you really enjoy it, and I'm a big fan of ASMR, so I thought I'd do some weird ASMR to just help some of you relax and, you know, chill out. Just listen to this while you're playing. I, I listen to ASMR a lot while I'm playing video games at night. I play a lot of um, Red Dead Redemption uh, number two, and uh, I like to end my nights a lot of times. If I have time, sometimes I don't have time. And my husband and I only have one TV that we share, so sometimes he'll go play games on his computer and I'll have the TV so I like to put on some ASMR, one of my favorite channels, and some earbuds, because ASMR is best listened to in earbuds, and just play the game and ride across the dusty trails and relax. This has been quite a week. As you all know, I'm not going to go into it here. I probably will on the main channel. I'll talk about it a little more. But right now, we're just going to relax. This isn't the place to talk about stuff like that. And I've picked a nice relaxing topic for us today. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a list of unusual deaths. This is available on Wikipedia. If you, any of you would like to go read along or if my voice gives out before the end of the video, I honestly, I have so much respect for ASM artists who do such long videos because I don't know what it is. I'm not a very loud person, but speaking in a whisper is really hard. <laughs> it takes a lot out of me. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of maybe if I should keep my windscreen on or take it off. I don't know, because sometimes I like the, like, breath here, like when your breath hits the mic. Here, I'll give you an example. I'll take this off. That was ASMR itself, but kind of like, you know, when like your voice hits. I think I'm going to keep it off. It gets, it's a little better for the sound for ASMR. Um, and I'm a habitual nail biter, but since the pandemic, I've been very good about just keeping my hands washed and away from my face, which means I haven't been biting my nails, which means I can do this now. Here's a little 
So a pancreatist. Oh, so a ping a pancreation was a sporting event introduced into the Greek Olympic Games in 648 BC. Was an empty hand submission sport with scarcely any rules. The athletes used boxing and wrestling techniques, but also others such as kicking and holds, locks and chokes on the ground. It was like a fight club type thing, almost like MMA, but I guess less rules. And they were probably naked. Um, so that's what Arishion was. Caused his own death during the Olympic finals. Held by his unidentified opponent in his stranglehold and unable to free himself, Arishion kicked his opponent, causing him so much pain that the opponent made the sign of defeat to the umpires, but at the same time broke Arishion's neck. Since the opponent had conceded defeat, Arishion was proclaimed the victor posthumously. He won! Yay! <laughs> so this is... I need a drink of water. I'm telling you, whispering is really hard on the throat. It's... I... seriously, these ASMR artists, I can see why I prefer whispering to low talking, which is, um, there are different types of ASMR, and one of, in a, one of them is like, you know, okay, I had to cut for a second, um, in my neighborhood, they shoot off fireworks, like, all the time, like, every single night, starting even in the daytime, and a giant firework just went off, so I had to cut and cut that out, so as not to startle you, but anyway, where was I? I was talking about ASMR. There's whispering, and there's low talking. Low talking is kind of talking like this, and, um, I like both, but I prefer whispering to really get, like, the tingles and, like, really relax. And so now I can see why so many ASM artists take breaks from whispering and do the low talking, because, wow, wowie wow, my throat. Anyway, let's see, I'm sorry, this is probably not super relaxing, but I'm committed, so let's... Okay, there was another firework, so I had to cut again. I apologize, we may not get through much of this list, but... If you like this whole thingy, um, let me know, and I will continue the list or find other weird things to read to you guys in a, in a, um, whispery voice, you know, and I'm really trying to take you guys out of my vernacular, and I apologize for that, you folks. Um, I really apologize. It's been 31 years that I've been saying you guys, and I'm really trying hard to take really gendered language out of my vernacular again, so I apologize. I'm, I'm learning, I promise. Um, where was I? Oh! Sisamnes. Sisamnes. Sisamnes died in 525 BC. According to Herodotus, Sisamnes was a corrupt judge under Cambyses II of Persia. He accepted a bribe and delivered an unjust verdict. As a result, the king had him arrested. Oh, oh trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. And flayed alive. His skin was then used to cover the seat in which his son would sit in judgment. That's intense. Oh, 
Epictetus of Samos, 495 BC. Ancient sources disagree on how the Greek philosopher Pythagoras died. Oh, this is like the Pythagoras, like Pythagoras, Pythagoras. Cool. But one late night, and probably a apocryphal legend. I love the word apocryphal, and I can I never say it correctly the first time. Apocryphal legend reported by both Diogenes Laertius, Laertius, a third century AD biographer of famous philosophers, and Lamblicius, a Neoplatonist philosopher. Stay in school, kids. I'm having trouble with some of these words. <laughs> States that Pythagoras was murdered by his political enemies. Supposedly, he almost managed to outrun them, but he came to a bean field and refused to run through it because he had prohibited beans as ritually unclean. Since cutting through the field would violate his own teachings, Pythagoras simply stopped running and was killed. This story may have been fabricated by Neanthes of Sisychus, on whom Diogenes and Lamblicius rely as a source. Oh, it's not Lam- oh my god. It's Eamblicius. It, that's an I, not a lowercase l. I am so sorry. I am <laughs> you're all you're all turning it off now, saying like wow, she is pretty, pretty dumb. Um Heraclitus of Ephesus in four seventy five BC. Sorry, I scrolled down real quick. I think we're gonna go get to like A D and then we'll stop for this one. And again, if you guys if you folks like this, then let me know and I'll do another one. Or I might do another one just because, I don't know. But let me know if you like it. Heraclitus of Ephesus, 475 BC. According to one account given by Diogenes Laertius, the Greek philosopher Heraclitus was said to have been <clears throat> devoured by dogs after smearing himself with cow manure in an attempt to cure his Dropsy. Um, there was an attempt made. Um, dropsy nowadays is known as edema, also known as fluid retention or swelling. I didn't know that off the top of my head. I'm on Wikipedia. I just looked it up, so. Um, I wish I, I should have just let you think that I did. Themistocles. 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 Themistocles, 495 BC. Themistocles, the Athenian general who won the Battle of Salamis, actually died of natural causes in exile, but was widely rumored to have committed suicide by drinking bull's blood. Since bull's blood is not actually poisonous, Themistocles cannot have died in this way, but the legend is widely retold in classical sources. The early, early 20th century English classicist Percy Gardner proposed that the story about him drinking bull's blood may have been based on an ignorant misunderstanding of a statue showing Themistocles in a heroic pose, holding a cup as an offering to the gods. The comedic 
playwright Aristophanes references Themistocles, Themistocles, wow, drinking bull's blood in his comedy, The Knights, performed in 324 BC as the most heroic way for a man to die. his last play had been victorious. A third account reports that he died of suffocation after reading aloud a lengthy monologue from the end of his play. In English, it would be pronounced Antigon, but that's probably not how it's pronounced, without pausing to take a breath for commas or punctuation. At this point, reading like this, I can, I can see it being the third one. <laughs> I've had a few other podcasters reach out to me and ask me how I do such lengthy episodes in a lower voice. Um, there's another podcast um, who reads similar to mine, and I'm not going to put them on blast because I don't know if they want like this info out there, but they told me that one reason their episodes are only like 20 minutes long is because they lose their voice after that. Like They can only do 20 minutes of reading in a lower voice because... I'm sure you've heard me now by now on live streams and things. My normal speaking voice isn't completely 
completely the same as my podcast voice. Um, they're not like totally different. I don't put on like a full character, but they're definitely like my podcast voice is definitely lower and, you know, just more chilled out than my normal voice. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of us put on kind of a podcast voice for a lot of our shows, unless you're doing, you know, like a riffing, like just talking back and forth type show. Oh, like the one I posted of me and my husband, my husband and I, my voice is probably a little bit different than you're used to. Um, okay, let's move on to Mithridates. There's a Greek historian, um, out there right now who is just shaking their head at the way I'm pronouncing all these. Oh, wait, this is a Persian soldier, so just lots of historians out there shaking their head at me. 401 BC, Mithridates, a Persian soldier who embarrassed his king, Artak. Oof, there's a lot of X's and I are Artaxerxes, I think that's how you pronounce this. Artaxerxes the second by boasting of killing his rival Cyrus the Younger, who was the brother of Artaxerxes the second, was executed by scapism. So scapism is let me click on this so I can give you the full explanation because it doesn't in here, it just assumes you know what it is. I've heard of it just because I'm a fucking weirdo who looks up this stuff. I'm sure lots of you are, though. Not to be all, like, not like other podcasters. Lots of people look up these weird old torture methods. That's why they have whole museums on torture. Scafism, if you don't know, though, it entails trapping the victim between two boats, then covering them with milk and honey, and allowing them to fester and be devoured by insects or other vermin. I've heard of the same type of thing. Um, where they're not, it's not two boats, but they, like, trap them somehow in, like, a log or even, like, a, a bag. And, yeah, you cover them in milk and honey. And then bugs come and just eat them alive. And I think it takes a long time. Oh, here, oh, Plutarch, here is, is a description of our guy Mithridates, the guy we were talking about. The king decreed that Mithridates should be put to death in boats, which execution is after the following manner. Taking two boats framed exactly to fit and answer each other, then laid down in one of them the malefactor that suffers upon his back, then covering it with the other, so setting them together that the head, hands, and feet of him are left outside, and the rest of his body lies shut within. They offer him food, and if he refuses to eat it, they force him to do so by pricking his eyes. Then, after he has eaten, they drench him with a mixture of milk and honey, pouring it not only into his mouth, but all over his face. They then keep his face continually turned up towards the sun, and it becomes completely covered up and hidden by the multitude of flies that settle on as within the boats, he does what those that eat and drink must needs do. They're talking about pooping. Creeping things and vermin spring out of the corruption and rottenness of this excrement, and these entering into the bowels of him. His body is consumed when the man is manifestly dead, the uppermost boat being taken off. They 
devoured and swarms of noisome creatures preying upon and, as it were, growing to his innards. In this way, Mithridates, after suffering for seventeen days, at last expired. Woof. That is... That is unusual, for sure. He belongs on this list. Okay. So, Democritus of Ab Abderum, 370 BC. According to Diogenes Laertius, the Greek atomist philosopher Democritus of Abdera died at the age of 109 as he was on his deathbed. His sister was greatly worried because she needed to fulfill her religious obligations to the goddess Artemis in the approaching three-day Thesmophoria festival. Democritus told her to place a loaf of warm bread under his nose and was able to survive for the three days of the festival by sniffing it. He died immediately after the festival was over. <laughs> Antiphanes, 310 BC. Antiphanes was a renowned comic poet of the Middle Attic comedy. The Suda claims he died after being struck by a pear. Agathocles of Syracuse, 289 BC. Agathocles, a Greek tyrant of Syracuse, was murdered with a poisoned toothpick. Philotas of Kos, 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 270 BC. Philotas of Kos, a Greek intellectual, is said by Athenius to have studied arguments and erroneous word usage so intensely that he wasted away and starved to death. British classicist Alan Cameron speculates that Philotas, Philotas, Philotas sounds better, died from a wasting disease, which his contemporaries joked was caused by his pedantry. Qin Shi, Qin Shi Wang, Qin Shi Wang, the first emperor of China, September 10th, 210 BC, whose artifacts and treasure, that's crazy that we have even the exact date, September 10th, whose artifacts and treasures include the Terracotta Army, oh, okay, they were in charge of the Terracotta Army, that's awesome, died after ingesting several pills of mercury in the belief that it would grant him eternal life. That's super interesting. Chrysippus of Soli, 206 BC. One ancient account of the death of Chrysippus, a 3rd century BC Greek Stoic philosopher, tells that he died of laughter after he saw a donkey eating his figs. He told a slave to give the donkey neat wine to drink to wash them down with, and then, having laughed too much, he died. Eleazar Averon, 163 BC. Eleazar Averon was the brother of Judas Maccabeus. According to 1 Maccabees 646, in battle, he thrust his spear into the belly of a king's war elephant, which collapsed and fell on top of Eleazar, killing him instantly. Hmm. I think that was the only biblical entry we had. That's pretty crazy. Portia 
on is June 43. Oh, either from June 43 BC to October 42 BC. The daughter of Marcus Portius Cato, Eutysensis, and second wife of Marcus Junius Brutus, according to ancient historians such as Cassius Dio and Apian, killed herself by swallowing hot coals. Oh, wow. Modern historians find this tale implausible. Yeah, I don't know how you'd even do that. I feel like it would touch your tongue and you'd immediately, like your body would just be like, no. Well, Claudius Drusus, 20 AD. Oh, that's our first AD. So we're done with BCs. So we're done with the episode. Since I, I I guess I'll just, I'll leave you on a, I'll leave you on a cliffhanger. I'm sure one of these unusual deaths has to do with an actual cliffhanger. Anyway, oof, I just read ahead and there's some doozies coming up. Um, you get into the Middle Ages and they just, uh, they, oof, they had some ideals. Oof. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, let me know. If you hated it, then I'm sorry. You don't have to listen to these. They're just extras for the people who do like them. And, um, yeah, everyone stay safe. Have a great night. I hope someone found some joy in this. It actually helped me a lot. It got me to just, it was kind of nice just sitting and reading and talking to all of you. Even though you can't talk back, sometimes it's just nice to just talk to all of you. I really want to figure out either a Twitch stream or a Google Hangout or something. I did the Twitch stream with, um, Let's Not Meet. And it was so much fun. I got to be in the chat and talk to people and interact with everyone and just like have normal conversations. It was amazing. It wasn't just a quick message of like, you know, oh, I like your show and me saying thank you. Sometimes I feel like I've run out of things to say, ways to say thank you, which is amazing. What a blessing, you know, like I have to say thank you so much. I've run out of ways of saying that that's not a problem. Um, but I would love to talk to you all. Um, so if you have any suggestions or preferable, like, modes of, like, would you prefer Twitch? Would you prefer a live stream on YouTube? Because I have a YouTube channel. I don't do much with it, but it's there. Or, um, a Google Hangout. I've heard a lot of podcasters doing Google Hangouts. Um, yeah, just let me know. Anyway, I hope you have a great night. Um, 